Good evening, good evening, good evening, Baltimore and the surrounding areas. Welcome to Man in the Mirror with your host, Hezekiah Montgomery, and our fantastical co-host, Michelle Johnson. We are truly honored this evening to have the one and only, I'll say it again, the one and only Naomi B. with us. This lady is truly awesome, and we can't wait to spend a little time with her this evening. But as always, before we get started, if you have any questions or comments, please press the number one on your phone, and you'll be put in our queue. And I'll just also start off, welcome to Man in the Mirror, Miss Naomi. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Excellent, excellent. Again, we're truly excited. What I'm going to do is actually have Michelle start us off in prayer this evening so we can get right into the nuts and bolts of tonight's show. Amen. Can you hear me? Yes, can we can hear, hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, yes, right. I can hear you. Yes, yes, we can. <laughs> Thank you, Lord God. Lord, we just thank you for the opportunity to come before you one more time, Lord God. Lord God, we just ask that you just bless the show tonight, Lord God. Lord God, we ask that you just uh, cover the audience, Lord, cover our guests, Lord God, as we listen to her story, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, for her story, Lord God. And that we hope that someone can get something out of it today that blesses them, Lord, that that allows them to move past any anything that they're dealing with as well, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that anyone who has a similar situation, life story like her is just here to listen, Lord God, and can identify, Lord God, and be blessed by what she has to say. We know we all have a story, Lord God, and we're blessed to be able to hear hers tonight. So, Lord, we ask you to just give her a special blessing, Lord God, for taking this opportunity to Speak to our listening audience, Lord God, to bless them with her story and her vision and what she's doing with her artistry, Lord God, that's bringing glory to you. Lord God, we just ask that you bless our host this evening, Hezekiah, Lord God, and even myself, Lord God, that we might say what you want us to say, Lord God, that we might run the show in the way that you want us to, Lord God. Lord God, we just thank you for all things, all blessings, Lord God. Lord God, we just thank you for being a marvelous and wonderful God and for everything that you have done, Lord God, and will do. We thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 And about a little bit about just a tidbit because she's going to tell us some more about herself. Naomi B. is an acclaimed and anointed gospel music recording artist, songwriter, worship leader, actress, and speaker, a native of Baltimore, Maryland, Naomi has continued to gain praise and respect as one of the industry's most promising rising stars. Her powerful yet soothing sound captures your attention while imparting hope and inspiration. And her music, passionately expressive and rhythmical, is yet personal, reflective. A graduate of Morgan State University, Naomi's musical gift became apparent during childhood when she began songwriting and performing in her community. Notoriously known as the girl who sings, Naomi organized singing groups, worship teams, and choirs within the organization she was affiliated with. 
even as a teenager, her vocal experience included rhythm and blues and jazz. But in 2006, she vowed to use her voice as an instrument through which God can communicate his desires to have an intimate relationship with each and every person he placed her on earth. And with that, we're going to get into our interview. And I will say that, like I said last night, and many of you didn't get a chance to see my, you know, a moment with Hezekiah introducing Naomi, Naomi B. We met this young lady through a video because we know a young lady that was actually in her video, and we were actually a great supporter. So, you know, I wanted to see this video because I'm like, okay, what is this video going to be about? But when I seen the video, I was impressed plus awed and amazed of what her story was talking about in her song, Break Free, because, you know, the song is talking about giving valuable information and truth behind sex trafficking. Yes, I've heard about it. We've probably all heard about it. We hear about it on the news. Um, but it really comes to home when someone, you know, brings the reality of it through a video and a song. Because the best way I see to reach our young people and even our older audience is through videos. You know, everyone sees a video. Once people see a video, they, they like it. You know, if you're one of those stars, I mean, they get hits on there. You know, YouTube videos and all that. But she brought it to home because a lot of information that we don't know, we see it, we hear about it, but when, we, but when you really get into the nuts and bolts of sex trafficking and see how it starts, because, you know, they always say in the Bible, sin may start off small, it may start off little, but when it's birthed, it comes in, it's something big, and sometimes we don't even know, you know, how it happened, but it's there. But without further ado, I'm going to, you know, um, let Naomi just explain everything about her, you know, her cause, and, you know, what she's doing, you know, how long she's been in her cause, and what she's doing about, you know, getting this information out to um, our listening audience and beyond. Uh, all right, that's my key, right? <laughs> um, yeah, that's your cue. <laughs> Let's see, where do I start? Um, I guess first, you know, I, I've been singing and writing music since I was just a kid. Um, you know, I tell everybody it started when I was about five in the bathroom. I can remember brushing my teeth and making up songs as I'm brushing my teeth. Or if I was driving somewhere, if I was riding somewhere with my parents, you know, if I'm looking at the trees, I'm making a song about the trees. It was just that gift was always in me, and I noticed it at an early age. By the time I was eight, I was walking around East Baltimore with my friends knocking on people's doors and demanding that they listen to us <laughs> sing. <laughs> we would sing Donnie McClurkin, um, Speak to My Heart. <laughs> I can remember going door to door with a keyboard, and I, I can't play at all. But, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. If, you know, it was always there. It was something that I always loved to do. Um, as I entered college, I started connecting with different musicians and um, a lot of jazz mm -hmm. musicians. So 
liking to my voice. And so I fooled around with jazz a little bit. I fooled around with R&B. You know, I was always told I had a sultry voice. So, um, you know, I, I dabbled in that for a little bit. Um, but I would say in my early adulthood, around the age of 24, I really, really just started going through some real adult stuff. <laughs> and the calling on my life to sing for God became really clear. And um, I knew that God would use that R&B and that jazz background um, to create a sound that would draw more than just church folk, as we like to say. And so my, my passion, um, God really began to develop a passion in me for unchurched and unsaved folk. And although I love ministering in churches, my passion is really to reach those folks that won't step foot in a church or maybe someone who might not go and download a gospel album, but if by chance they caught wind of my music, they just might give it a try. Um so that's that's kind of where um, how I got to where I am, and so um, in relation to sex trafficking, about a year ago, a little over a year ago, um, I went down to Atlanta to meet with the Southern Christian Leadership Conference because um, my publicist and I thought it was time for me to really start, um, really just exploring an issue that was close and dear to my heart, and really getting involved and you know, maybe connecting with some organizations where we could grow together, you know, in that cause, and I could support them and, and, and vice versa. And so the Southern Christian Leadership Conference, which this is the organization, um, Dr. Martin Luther King was the first president of the SCLC. And so it's a civil rights organization. They're based in Atlanta. They are still very much thriving. And um, they have an initiative they're working called Justice for Girls. And what they do is they, they take a group of at-risk, and this is just one of the things they do. One, one of their initiatives is focused on prevention um, and awareness for human sex trafficking. And so you have these risk factors. You have, you know, it's certain, uh, even, even though there are various types of people, different races, different ages, different sexes that traffickers uh, will target, there are some risk factors, and, you know, if you're a female, if you're a child, if you have um, an abusive background, um, if you are um, living in poverty, if you're homeless, if you're a runaway, these are risk factors. And so they take these girls, a group of girls, who exhibit these risk factors, and they expose them to education. They take them on trips. They expose them to college. They expose them to greater things to reduce the likelihood that they will become victims. And so as I was sitting down at the SCL headquarters um, with Ms. Steele, is the president's wife, and she's the one that's in charge of the Justice for Girls initiative, um, you know, my, my, <laughs> my publicist was, you know, he was, talking to them about, okay, you know, how can we create this partnership between, you know, my client and yourself, yada, yada, yada. So Miss Steele turns around and says, well, I want to hear from Naomi B. What does she have to offer these girls? Mm. And at that moment, the Holy Spirit just really began to download in me what I should say. And in that moment, I had a revelation that what I have in common with these girls is that I grew up, um, like a lot of them, 
without my dad in the home. My dad was in the picture, and he is still in the picture, and he loves me very much. But due to some circumstances that I, I won't get into, he wasn't um, as active in my life as um, I needed him to be, as a daughter would need their dad to be. Um, I didn't know until a few years ago the hold that that left in me. And and God revealed to me that um, because of the lack of my father in the home, I lacked a standard. And when you lack a standard, you're susceptible to fall for anything. And so um, I went searching for something that I didn't know I was searching for. And so if we had social media back then, and there was some trafficker using social media to target young women. We talk, I talk about the lover boy method where a guy will, you know, he'll get comfortable with a girl, he'll form a relationship with her and, you know, tell her how beautiful she is and, and woo her, become her boyfriend, just to lure her into this thing. And so I think about how that could have been me because I was hungry for attention Um. I didn't have a man telling me what to look out for. I didn't have that standard. So that very well could have easily been me. And so that was the connection that I had with these girls, and that's kind of where my passion was birthed. I want to make sure our girls get it. I want to make sure they know what to look out for. I want to make sure that they know how much they are worth, how valuable they are, that they don't need a man to define them, that they don't need to search for fulfillment in men because this is one of the main tactics that traffickers use. They prey on the vulnerable. And so that that's kind of where I come in. I, I, I'm spreading it, prevention. Prevention is my thing. Yeah, I was I was going to say that when, in, when listening to you and even listening to, like, the introduction and looking at your website and everything, it's, it really sounds like you have a bit of a social activist in yourself, but you're using your music, you know, to bring things to light, which is an awesome, you know, platform to be able to do that. Yeah. yeah. And so I was wondering, like, what, because um, when you were talking, it's like I hear the sexual, the uh, sex trafficking or human trafficking issue, the, um, and I don't know what they really call that, but, you know, the the, the young girls without their dad, because that's really an issue. It really causes, you know, like you were saying, the young women to go on when they don't have the dad in the picture. Like, they really should to go on and have numerous issues and be susceptible to a lot of things that they normally yeah. wouldn't be if they had the dad there watching their back at home all the time. And so and showing them what, other, what what type of man what they a, should what be. What a man. Yes. In their lives. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So I was going to say like what other issues have you found yourself, you know, being geared towards or has it been mainly in that realm? Um, mainly just just working with children and making sure um children and, and teens and just just making sure that they they know who they are um, making sure they have an outlet to um <clears throat> to really grow in their gifts. I have a a small studio in my home, so um, 
whenever my son, I have a 10-year-old, and, you know, he'll have friends over, and if they sing or if they, they rap, I'll let them come in the basement <laughs> where my studio is, and, and they'll oh, wow. leave with a recording. Um, and it oh, does wow. something for <laughs> yeah, they'll they'll leave with a recording that they can share with their family and their friends, and um, it really, really, really does something to them. So do I connect with another social justice issue, per se? No. But I think a lot of our teens, of course, you know, just being an African-American, you know, and then living in today's mm-hmm. society as a child or a teen, there are so many odds against you. And so I look at how, you know, as a five-year-old, how – you know, just my ability, the the gift God gave me to sing, the doors that it's opening up for me now, and how I'm able to contribute positively back into society. So I want to nurture those same gifts, you know, in the children around me so that they can grow in their gift and, and you know, and be productive. So I just have a passion for our young people and um, just making sure that they, they know that there's hope and that they can also be hope bearers because of what's inside of them. Okay, amen. And I was going to say there's no belittling that because that, I mean, that to me, that is a social issue because uh, our young people, and we've actually hit this subject quite a few times on the show just talking about our young people and the suffering and and how they, um, not to get too churchy, you know, as far as what I'm saying, but if some sometimes the churches have a huge disconnect with the young people, which you know can can cost them with having that you know relationship with God at a young age, and the reason why is because they want to preach at them, but they don't want to serve their needs, the the needs that they have, and you're actually serving a need that they have, you know that we were talking right. about that we oh. like the kids. You know, they try to preach to them, but they they might be hungry, but you're trying to preach to me, but you didn't give me something to eat. Like, how about give me something to eat, and then I might want to listen. But you're right. serving another need as well. And I'm sure you're over there feeding the, feeding the friends when they come over, too, probably. <laughs> yeah, but, and it's, it's a little yeah. pricey because the tank, my son is eating everything. Yeah. <laughs> Boys, yeah. boys especially can eat, but you're serving a whole nother need. You're giving them that outlet, and and there's actually a few small studios that do what you do on a regular basis. Like they cater to the young people to give them that outlet to be able to express themselves, whether it's um, spoken word, or rap, or singing, or music instrument. You know, so mm-hmm. all of that is, is really, really awesome. So that's definitely a blessing um, to to the young people, I'm sure. Thank you. Yeah, I hope to one day be able to do it, you know, on a, on a large scale. I mean, this is just real, really informal at this, at this point, just whoever, you know, God blesses mm-hmm. me to connect with through my son or or through other means. There, there's been um, like there's one young lady, um, actually someone I went to school with, and her daughter is really super talented. Um, we we just follow each other on Facebook, and I reached out to her. I said, hey, you know, has your daughter had the opportunity to record? And she said she's done a little bit. I said, well, if you ever need a studio to use, I, I'd love to just you know help her and and give her an outlet. You know, so um, I, I'm Amen. growing in it. 
and maybe one day God will bless me to, you know, actually have my own studio um, outside of my home, <laughs> that is. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. Amen. Amen, amen. I'm truly excited about everything I'm hearing this evening. Michelle, you asked some great questions. And um, I'm just excited, but uh, you know, I'm gonna back up a little bit because I always take, if you know me, I always take notes, and I, you know, I'm a note keeper, you know, jot jot things down. I'm trying to figure out, and we'll continue more because you know, we have a few minutes, we'll be going on a break. But I'm trying to figure out how does a five-year-old who's only been here—that's a cub, that's a puppy, that's somebody just small as can be—and you know. You say you were singing since you were five, but you were writing and singing while you're brushing your teeth. I'm trying to figure out that that. I'm like, how do you do that? You said you were, you know, writing songs and you know things coming up in your mind. I'm like, normal five year olds, you're trying to get them to brush their teeth. They're looking at you like, brush your teeth, brush your teeth. Yeah, I. But um, you had that creative mind that you just started humming and tuning, humming your little tunes while you're brushing your teeth. Yeah, absolutely. You um you, the the melodies just come and the words, you know, I mean at that age I imagine the words didn't rhyme, you know. It, it probably didn't rhyme very much. <laughs> no, it was a melody, but I do remember by 8 I had written my first song. I still remember how the song goes. It was so corny. It was so corny. It doesn't even really make a whole lot of sense, but it you know it, it that was my first song, <laughs> so um, yeah, eight years old. So go I'm ahead, Mozart. You know, go ahead. I'm along a, with so. We're gonna Sorry, call you I'm little Amadeus. <laughs> we're gonna call you little Amadeus. And the next thing I said, you were over in East Baltimore. You know, I'm a Philadelphian by trick, you know, by heart. But I moved here like sixteen, seventeen years ago. And I'm like, it's rough over in East Baltimore, and I am, I am so shocked and amazed that you went around with the keyboard. And that was, I laughed because you said you couldn't play, but you went around with it. That's what you call endurance. That's what you call diligence. Like, I got this. I'm going to do I don't care if I can play or not. We're going to produce a sound. And that's, I could just imagine you like, okay, knocking on the door, opening up, can't play a lick, but we're going to sing a song. As a matter of fact, I I had um, some twin friends, Carla and Corey, and we're we're still connected today because of social media. And I think her mom um, is dialed in to this uh, this this uh, interview. So if if you are out there, Miss Antoinette, and you can uh, testify, (laughs) please call in when they uh, give you the opportunity to. But, yeah, we would go around um, and singing our little songs and, yep, playing our little few notes on the keyboard. (laughs) But it was just fun. You know, I didn't have a work ethic back then that I knew of. I was just doing, you know, what I enjoyed doing. But the way I see it is the Lord was actually putting those ethics in you. The Lord yeah. gave you a love for music. The love was, you know, as a child, we don't know these things, but he's putting that right. information in us that, you know, at by eight you were, you know, you wrote your first song. So I hope you can remember that song because we're going to actually ask you to, you know, sing a little bit of that later on. But I'm just, you know, giving that information out to you right now and I remember, just so, so you can remember it because, at eight years old, and look at you now, and people have to realize that that was a process 
that God was doing in your life starting at the age of five. And we all know, if you, you know, those who study music, that Amadeus, Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart started at the age of three. So you weren't too far behind him as a musician. But God, that is something that God gave you at such a young age. People probably didn't understand it then. You know, that you run around with this keyboard that couldn't play, couldn't play, but you did it. So, but now when they look back, like you said, when they look back, you know, to, you know, Paula and Cora, whoever the twins were, when they look back, they're like, yeah, that was us back then. They you know, kicking. because God put a gifting. They were what? I'm, I'm, they are not twins. They're one year apart. I don't know why I call them twins. If their mom's listening, she's like, oh. they're not twins. <laughs> <laughs> not oh my bad. <laughs> yeah, but if you look back at it now, that was the start of your musicianship. That was the start of your ministry at the sweet age of five when the Lord was speaking to you through those songs. And yeah, well, it, it may might have been corny and didn't rhyme, but that was the start of a ministry that where you are now. People think that yeah, this thing started like yesterday or a few years ago. No. God was whispering to her. God was talking to her. She was being ordained at that time of a young little girl, almost like the call of Saul, you know, with, um, call of, uh, was it Saul or Solomon, the call of Saul when he was in a, um, being called. It's like, you know, he kept calling and, you know, he said, Lord, here I am. But next thing you know, he said, well, next time the prophecy, next time you go to sleep, just say, Lord, speak to me now. So you were have you didn't know because you were five years old, right? And then by eight you started your little your little first song, but God was <laughs> calling everything right now into fruition of what's going on in your life right now. Um, yeah. if you're if you're listening in, you're listening into Man in the Mirror with your host Hezekiah L. Montgomery and co-host Michelle Johnson. Um, we are having a fantastic talk with the one and only Naomi B with her new release of Break Free. And you can call in at now on 788-92271 or log in to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash in dash the mirror. Press the number one on your phone if you call in and you'll be put in our queue to um, talk with um, our guest this evening, Naomi B., who is just, you know, she's just giving us some awesome, I'll say again, some awesome information about her where she came from and where she has been, you know, you know, she's been somewhere that a lot of us wish we could go and we'll get more information about that. But, you know, how she came up with her new title song, Break Free and Video, because she is out there being an advocate. She's fighting for a cause, you know, a cause that many people know about, but you don't know about it. You know, again, I'll say, as you know about it, but you don't know about it up until the moment, you know, when you're caught up in it. And then it's like, you know, people may have said it, but you never know. Sin is subtle. It doesn't start off big. It starts off real small. The next thing you know, you're caught up in it, and then you don't know how you got, you know, you know, caught up in it. And she's just given us some a great revelation about all you know, everything about there, about sex trafficking, you know, sometime, in, you know, in her video talked about, you know, it, it mentions the, the boyfriend. 
and she'll give us more information about that, you know, via our second half. But we are winding down the show. This has been a first great half hour. You guys are great. And we're going to have a few notes from our supporters, Music Instruction for All Learners, Inc., where music knows no age. If you're interested in music instruction, such as piano lessons or instrumental lessons, please contact contact us at 443-574-5491 to set up an appointment to talk to our instructors. And please visit us at our website at www.mefileinc.org. Another supporter is Kirby Boss Project. Kirby Boss Project was created to empower, inspire, motivate, and change the lives of full-figured women. Kirby Chicks are Boss Chicks, too, not to mention beautiful, intelligent, and talented. Please check them out on Facebook at Kirby Boss Project. And we will be back. We're at the half-hour mark, and we, you know, this is for our listening audience. If you're on, you know, go on um, Amazon, which I just did, and download, you know, a few of her songs. One of her, you know, passion songs was Holding On by Naomi, the one and only Naomi B. I'll be playing that, and then we'll have some great surprises for you when we get back. And, again, calling in 917-889-2271. Um, press the number one if you have any questions or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash in the mirror. And here is Holding On. Sing me. 
We are back live with Man in the Mirror with your host, Hezekiah uh, Montgomery, and our co-host, Michelle Johnson. We are having a great interview with Naomi B. with a new title, break, new title release, Break Free. And we, it, we're just have she's family now. We're just having a great time because, you know, <laughs> we learn about people through where they've been, through where they come from, just like our tag is. Real people, real story, real overcomers. You know, she didn't. We learned that she didn't just start doing this. God instilled in her this talent as a God-given talent. You know, from birth, and she's been doing this. You know, since she started brushing her teeth at the age of five. I'm not gonna <laughs> tell you how old she is now, but you know, women don't like telling their age. But you know, but um, you know, she has been out. a great inspiration. <laughs> um, she has been a great inspiration And um, you can call in at 917-889-2271 Or www.blogtalkradio.com Forward slash man dash in the mirror This will be um, on demand within a half hour of the show um, You can download it You can share it with your friends This is what you want. we want you to do Because we want you to get this information out because I always tell them, we have pe- you know, people with stories on this show, sex trafficking is real. People don't understand it. But she enlightened us um, through her video. And what I want her to do right now before I go on to ask a few more questions that I have is um, tell us about your video and the concept that you came up with that video. Okay. So... Um, actually, my, my, my publicist, his name is Ivan, um, him and I put our heads together, and we decided that um, once we decided that we really wanted to um, connect with the issue of sex trafficking and bring awareness to it, we decided um, to shoot a music video. And actually, I recorded the song a long time before we even decided to um, start really, really uh, working in the sex trafficking area and so um when we did the video um we actually wrote we worked together to write the storyline and um we actually went through another storyline um the first one involved a mother um that pimped her child out and Mm. you know uh, as gruesome and horrific as that sounds, it is very, very common that um, family members are are the traffickers, and and they're doing this to their 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 loved ones, their children. Um, we decided not to go that route um, and just focus on the lover boy method. We really, really wanted to to show how that kind of plays out. And so um, we shot the, the video about a year and a half ago. Um, we had a director out of Atlanta. He flew um, up to Baltimore. And um, it, <laughs> I don't want to give too much away because I really want people to go out and see the video. But, um, yeah, basically we, we wanted to show how um, young girls or even women can be lured into sex trafficking um, through a man that they think is interested in them through someone who they think loves them and, you know, wants to be a part of their life. So. You want wow. more? Wow. Any questions? 
Any any questions any questions on that, Michelle? No, I don't have any questions on on what what she was saying, but I I just wanted to know like how I guess like in the making of because what I'm thinking is both of the issues that you just brought up, which the first one I was just over here like wow about the um the parent mm-hmm. who basically sells the child out and then um this lover boy method I wanted to know like how emotional was that for you cuz when you were just talking about the parent you know doing that cuz I have a I have a um a 13 year old daughter so I just was like my heart sank like oh <laughs> like it was, it was I had an emotional moment over here but yeah. I was just wondering how emotional was that for you and um and I I I um, heard what you were saying earlier in the show, which is because of, you know, some of the issues that you had early on that you were like could have been one step away from, from ending up in that in this situation yourself. So, like, how, you know, emotional was that? Because we literally had guests that then ended up, you know, getting into things like that on the show. So I, I know that's super emotional when they discuss you know that for themselves. Interestingly, um, it was not emotional for me at all, and I'll tell you why. When I shot this video again, this we shot the video in April of 2016. I had just mm-hmm. made a decision that I wanted to move in this direction. And so although I had I had a passion to go this way, I hadn't yet connected with any victims, um, it, it hadn't really truly been realized to me. So it was it was wow. an idea, and it, it hadn't really become a reality at that point. Now, fast forward a little over a year, I've actually been out to minister to trafficking victims. You know, I have to educate wow. myself with the different things that are going on around me, and so I'm reading the news articles, and and then that's where it gets, you know, it gets kind of tough. But most of my work has been prevention, and so again, I'm working with young people who have not been victimized. I'm trying to make sure that they don't become victims. I think working on the other side, um, you know, having to work one on one, and that is coming up too having to work one-on-one with victims, um, that, that's going to be a little different. And <laughs> and that's going to take a lot a lot of prayer, and especially for my personality type. It, I'm, I'm a feeler, and I'm also an intercessor, so I, I feel I, I carry the weight of others. So it's going to be interesting how, you know, God moves me into to that realm. But for the most part, it's, it's been re- prevention, and I haven't had to have a lot of in, in, interaction with um, persons that you know have actually lived this. Well, then honestly, I mean, and I'm just speaking from from what I'm hearing you saying because it sounds like God has been in the midst of preparing you for this. Then, yeah. Do you yeah. feel that way? Yeah. I do. He was so. preparing me for it, and I had no idea. You know, even like I mm-hmm. like I said, when I recorded songs. I recorded the song a, a while ago. I'm not even going to tell you how long. It's a, it's a long, <laughs> it's a long time ago, 
And, I mean, no one around me was talking about sex trafficking. And to see how Mm -hmm. the lyrics of that song and the video and the message, how it all comes, you know, in sync with each other, nothing but God. So, you know, he was -hmm. was preparing it on every level back then. And so, yeah, and he's still preparing me now because I I know that that it's going to be more than prevention for me. Um, my work in this area. So. Amen. 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 Please tell our listening audience how they can get in contact with you know Miss Naomi B. Yes, please uh, take a visit over to my website uh, NaomiBMusic.com. That's N A O M I B Music.com. You can get to my music from there. You can get to the music video. The video is, is available on my YouTube page, which is also Naomi B. Music. And it's on my Facebook fan page, which is also Naomi B. Music. <laughs> um, yeah, so between my my YouTube, my Facebook, and my website, you can definitely get in touch with me and follow me and keep keep up with what I have going on here. The sex trafficking initiative. Amen. I'm actually amen, in the midst of posting all of that. I'm in the midst of posting that in the uh, event page for this evening's show. So, all of our guests, you can head over to the event page for this evening's show and you can get the links to uh, Naomi's website. And I'm looking for the Facebook page to add now. Amen, amen. Also, um, if you're just tuning in and you have any questions, if you're online, you can press the number one. Uh, we see some people, but no one has any questions for you, but that's okay. You can call in at 917-889-2271. Again, 917-889-2271. Or log in, and Michelle's in the guest room. At www.radio.com forward slash man dash and the mayor. She's awesome as well. She just is awesome. If I, can, if I had more words for her, I would just put them up there. But she is awesome. She, you know, that's why, you know, when, when, but they say when a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing. Well, Hezekiah found his good thing. But anyway, oh uh-oh, my. Uh-oh, the, you know, the, the board is starting oh to Oh my, you asked <laughs> Uh, asking and shouting, hey, he said, ask, seek, and not, so I asked, and all of a sudden the board started to light up. But um, since you said before, we just have a few more seconds before I let them let you answer those calls in the show. Give us your first song that you sang at eight since you said you remembered it. <laughs> um, it was called Follow the Rainbow. I can't tell you what the rainbow represented. Um, it says, uh, <laughs> okay, um, it said, uh, follow the rainbow through your heart, make it true. Follow the rainbow to see what you can do to make a better place for me and you. And it says, um if we put our hearts together, we can make the rainbow shine. 
If we put our hearts together, then the love will be all ours. Follow the rainbow through your heart. Make it true. Follow the rainbow to see what you can do. That's true. I have no idea what that means. Bravo, bravo. But when at eight years old, as God gave it to you, God had a re- had a reason for it, and you Did anybody get an interpretation on that? That rainbow that's going through all of our hearts. Maybe the rainbow is God. I don't know. <laughs> you're already there. You're, I, you're, I thought, I thought a that pot it of meant... gold. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> I thought personally, if <laughs> I thought personally that it sounded like follow your dreams. Just to follow your dreams, and I feel like that's what you are trying to get the kids to do because, you know, God gives children visions and dreams, and uh-huh. and so that they can use those things to you look at you starting from five. You had that vision and that dream, and He's using you in that gift right now to bless people. So that's where I got from. It. Yeah, that 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 works. Oh. That works. I, I like it. Right. She, see, I was going to say the same thing, but you know, good minds think alike, so she beat me to it. But as the Skittles commercial go, follow the rainbow. But anyway, we have two, two people online, and I'll let Michelle take care hey. of that part. Okay, so we have two callers in the queue, and the first question. We're going to take from caller. Your number is ending in the last four of your number is ending in 4423. Again, caller ending in number 4423. Welcome to The Man in the Mirror. Do you have a question for our guest, Naomi B? Hi, my name is Miss Antoinette. Hi, Naomi. Hi, <laughs> Miss Antoinette. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I was listening to that song, I'm crying, because Corey is here now, and she remembers it so well. Yes. Aww. Yes. Aww. You were five. Did I get you it right, Corey? Every, you had to be every bit of five, six years old. You always sang. You always was a leader. And I never knew something about you. I never knew that your father was not in your household. Your mother did an awesome job. And I've been knowing you since you were five years old. Wow. You're blessed. You're blessed. You truly are. And I just, I was on hold, and I said I was going to hold on until this was over because I've been holding on for so long. And when I heard you say their name, no, they're not twins, but you know, <laughs> we just called them twins. You're the best, Naomi, and I love you. I love you so oh, thank much. Thank you so God, much, Miss Yes. Yes, God has been awesome for you. And we saw it when you were young. It didn't just start here. You didn't wait till you got 30. 31, 32. You didn't wait till you were 24. It started when you were young. God bless you. Um, God bless you, too. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Wow. Thank you so much for calling in on the man in the mirror. And that's a that's an awesome testimony of you. You know, people can say these things about you. And, I mean, she just sounded like she was about to cry. Really? <laughs> But I am trying to keep it together. That was wow. <laughs> and I haven't heard Miss Antoinette's voice since 
uh, since I was about mm, 12. Oh, I haven't wow. seen her or heard her since I was about 12. And, um, yeah. So that was but we've been connected thing. on Facebook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Okay, um, our second caller, and if anyone else who's listening in has any questions, just press the number one. We are getting low on time, but we probably could get one more in. If someone wanted to ask a question, you can press the number one on your keypad. Uh, but our second caller is number ending in 5507. Again, that's caller ending in 5507. You're live on The Man in the Mirror. And what question do you have for Naomi B.? My question is, is how do you guys come up with these phenomenal guests? Hey, Naomi, you're doing a great job when it comes to human trafficking. Hey. I'm an advocate. And Mr. and Mrs. Thank you for keeping the message out there. Uh, we rarely get an opportunity to have light shining on such a, a tragic topic. Uh, human trafficking um, is just such a tear-jerking thing. Your God gifted talent that you're sharing with the world um, is it, setting people free. It's bringing a light um, that's needed. Um, I, I, if I could recommend um, you doing sound bites to um, nonprofit organizations or sound bites where they could, you know, come up with fundraisers and use your your your, your gifts alongside with their mission for their uh for their advocacy work. Um I was thinking of that myself, so I may try to reach out to um the uh, Johnsons and see whether I, I can connect and maybe collaborate or do something um absolutely with a sound bite. Um currently working on a couple of uh public service announcements about um child deduction, thirty second snippets and hearing your voice and hearing the gift that you have, just seeing, putting that voice, bringing it to life with some visuals. My God, um, what a what an awesome way to bring um, again, you know, the awareness that's needed for survivors and and families who have gone through it. There are people right now who are still so hearing your music and your gift um, in in the search of where their traffic kids are or their young teens being coerced out of their homes or forced out into the street by their loved ones. So, again, I do this every day of my life, and I appreciate mm-hmm. um, the man in the mirror actually doing a showcase, I mean, a feature showcasing human traffic, but bringing some, some love and some guidance and some light and some, you know, fresh energy on how to bring awareness to this and put an end to it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm going to do the formal introduction you... right now. <laughs> that That is the absolutely wonderful Ask Monique Smith. She's a founder of Known as Monique. That is a huge uh, uh, supporter of the issue of human traffic and trying to bring awareness uh, to that issue, actually. And she also deals with child abduction issues, all of that, and she she's huge, like, in the school system. She speaks at different events. Like, she's just really out there, you know, pushing, awesome. you know, this topic. So okay. you guys hooking yeah. up would be sad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. We definitely have to make that happen. I hear some introduction music coming, man. I mean, she's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
from Naomi, like, you know, in the background, we present. No, hey, <laughs> no but you don't yeah. Thank you. Um, Have a great okay. evening, guys. again. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. All right. Absolutely. <laughs> and I actually, I put it out there, and we have like five minutes, but I put it out there, and someone else wants to ask. <laughs> so, uh-huh. so, uh huh. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. But, uh, I, I'm enjoying. Have... The, I'm enjoying this. <laughs> We do have another caller who uh, wants to speak with our guest, Naomi B. Caller ending in 7075. Again, caller ending in 7075. You're live with the man in the mirror. You have a question for our guest, Naomi B. You're live on man in the mirror. Hello? Oh. I think we lost them. I guess. I think we lost them too. Well, if they have a burning question, I'm sure they will call back. <laughs> so uh, we could. I, I was pushing it anyway. So back to you, Hezekiah. <laughs> uh-huh, sure. Throw it back to me. But again, you know, it's been a great night. It's been a great night, you know. And I, when I first started talking to Naomi B, and now she got a chance to actually hear and talk. See, they, I knew that was going to happen as soon as I was getting ready to say something, and I popped in. But anyway, that's fine. I'll let you take care of this, and then I'll finish out. Go ahead, Michelle. No, I they no, didn't hit they the didn't, one yet, so I'm not going to put them out there. <laughs> All right, that's fine. Yet. But if, if, you're, if you're the one ending in 7075 and you have a burning question for our host, for our guest, you can actually you know press number on your phone if you have a question. And, you know, we'll actually let you talk to our guest, the great Naomi B. But when I, you know, seen the video, again, as I said in the beginning of the show, I was at all, you know, at the artistry of how it was put together. Now that I find out that it was like a, it was done a long time ago, but she wasn't quite sure how she was going to do it. And, again, she did a dynamite job with the video. You guys need to go listen to it, listen to it, hear it. I want you to know that it just brings the truth and reality of the lover boy syndrome, which she talked about. I had a whole list of other, you know, um, questions that I may just ask. One last question. Um, When you were, is it called the Southern Leadership Christian Conference? Is that what it's called? Yes, sir. All right. My question is, you know, what was your Still, because she won, you know, I like how you said, she said, well, what can she bring? Basically, she said, what can you bring to the table? And when she said that, what was your outlook or what was your expression, you know, when that question came out? Help me, Jesus. (laughs) That was my initial reaction. I was like, okay, what am I going to say? What, I, I, I honestly, I just knew that I was passionate about the issue, um, but but I didn't know. And, I mean, like I said, God just kicked in. And just like that, it, he, he connected me on a personal level. 
you know, prior to that moment, it was just an initiative. It was just something I wanted to connect with, but it was as if I was standing on the outskirts looking at it. And then one, in that moment when he connected my my reality of, of how I grew up and what I was lacking and what I was missing, that's how I connected with those girls. And so once I got that revelation and I got it in a split second before she had a chance to see the blank look on my face, um, <laughs> and then I was rolling from there. I was rolling. I didn't. I, I didn't miss a beat. <laughs> but that's how God works. He gives you what you need when you need it. Absolutely. Good. You know, I, I couldn't just. I just wanted. If I was a fly in the wall, I would love to see the look on your face because the way the, the way it came out is like, okay, who is she and what can she do for us? But God had you there for a reason. God has mm-hmm. you there for an, a reason. All right, we are closing down for the next few minutes of the show. Any um, comments or last remarks in the show? Well, you know, I always have to take the time to really thank our guests for for coming on. I just love to do that because, you know, you didn't have to come on our show. You could have, you know, went on someone else's. So we, we really do, Naomi, appreciate you coming on The Man in the Mirror appreciate you shedding some light on um, not only just the the, uh, the sex trafficking or human trafficking issue, but the fact that, you know, we really need to give and pour into our young people as well um, so that they can, they can have dreams and visions and, and come grow up and do things like what you're doing, which is giving back to the community and, you know, helping one another. And so I just really thank God for that. I thank God that he's in the midst of of bursting your vision wide open at this point. And, and I just, you know, hope that anything that, you know, you're involved in, you'll let us know so we can definitely broadcast that out. And we're just extremely happy to have had you on this evening. Thank you. I, I thoroughly enjoyed myself, and I appreciate you reaching out and, and having me and, and trusting me with your listeners. So thank you. Amen, amen. And my closing remarks, I'd like to thank all of you who have been listening in and talking to our guests this evening. We truly enjoyed our interview with Naomi B. We are, it's a humbling experience for us to have guests like her on our show because you know, the Lord has given us this ministry. We're almost three years in. You know, we're almost at 150 episodes, so the Lord is con- continuing to build man and the mirror. And now, this is the best part of my show is, as always, Naomi B. is now part of our man and the mirror family. So she can't get away from us. You heard in the show, we're going to have her back on. Again, so she may try to run, but she can't hide. You heard you heard that, so you can run, but you can't hide. So she can try to run, but we'll have her. She's always part of our family. If you have any questions or more comments, you can put them in our event page. They are there. You can go to Michelle for the website information in there. And it was just a humbling experience to have you on this evening, Naomi. We thank you for, you know, saying yes, because not everybody wants to say yes. 
but she took the time out when I reached out to her and said yes. And and if you know, Shell will always say, if you know Hezekiah, you're not you're not basically done with him because there's more there's more work to be done. <laughs> and do you have any closing remark? Do you have any closing remarks, Miss Naomi? Um, yeah, I, I just want to say that you can. Um, I already gave the information for my web page and uh, um, for the, where you can view the video. But you can download my music on all major digital distributors. That's iTunes and Amazon and Google Play. You can also stream it um, on sites like Spotify and that type of thing. So. Um, I know you'll be blessed by the message that God has given me, and you know I hope you'll go out and support, spread the word. Amen. With Amen. that said, this is Hezekiah. This is Hezekiah Montgomery, and always, we'll see you at the mirror. Yeah.